The title of tonight's shir is Shaving for Work During the Three Weeks Sphere Chalmite. So in reality, we're, the shaving a Chalmite would really need its own shir, which maybe that'll be a, a follow-up chabura when we get closer to Yantiv, um, because shaving a Chalmite actually uh, is, is part of the greater shaila of doing all different kinds of melacha and chalmite for the sake of work and, and stuff like that. So that's a, its own topic. But what the reason why it's in the title is because one of the first things we're going to do is demonstrate the difference in halacha between the question of shaving a chalmite for work and shaving during the three weeks or sphira sa'imer for work. They're very, very different questions. Even the three weeks in sphira are different questions because... Three weeks has a lot of different pro- uh, parts to it, right? There's the three weeks, there's the nine days, the Shavu Shachal by Tishabab, which we don't have this year. Even Ashkenazim don't have a Shavu Shachal by Tishabab this year. No one has it. There's one of those few years that are like that. So, <clears throat> the, the, the key difference to understand is like this that the three weeks and Sphira, the reason why we don't shave is because of Avelos. Both on the Sphira Saimer, it's Avelos because of Talmudir Rabbi Akiva. So, the old Klai Yisrael. Um, they, 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 they do certain aspects of Avelos, and one of them being not taking haircuts, because that's one of the parts of, of Avelos. And the, by, during, during uh, the three weeks and the nine days, and Shavu also obviously we're doing Avelos on the Harbin Beis HaMikdash, so that's why we don't, that's why we don't shave. On Chalamoy, the reason why you don't shave is nothing to do with Avelos, obviously, there's no Avelos on Chalamoy, and it also doesn't have to do with Molocha, which means like, Chalamoy is like a Yantiv, you're not allowed to do Molocha, unless it's a Tzachamoy, that's not why you can't shave on Chalamoy, because essentially, cutting your hair and shaving on Chalamoy would, would be a Tzachamoy, it's, it's like for the sake of, uh, it's like cooking on Yantiv, it's for the sake of, of looking good on Yantiv. The reason why you're not allowed to shave, or you're not allowed to cut your hair on Chalamoy, is Shalai Yikonis Lamoy Kishu Menuval. Chazal wanted to make sure that everybody had takes care of all their things before Yantiv, because the likelihood would be everybody has is able to work up to Chalmai. The assumption is you're not going to work on Chalmai. So up to Chalmai, you are able to work, so you're going to push off everything until Chalmai. So you're not going to take care of washing your clothing, you're not going to take care of your haircut and your beard until it comes Chalmai, because that's when you have time. And then the first days of Yantiv, you'll be a manuval, you won't, you won't be have taken care of yourself with Kabbad Yantiv. So in order to ensure that that doesn't happen, they said it's usher to shave and it's usher to cut your hair during Chalmai. So on Chalmai, the reason why you can't shave and you can't, uh, and, and you can't cut here is its own independent standalone reason, and they're, therefore they're very two different, two, two different, very different sugis. Now, one thing they do have in common, which is what we're going to get to actually all the way at the end of this chair, the thing that they have in common is that there's a heter on Chalamoid, as we all know, there's a heter to do malacha b'makim hefzid. Right, you're allowed to do malacha if you're going to lose money. If you're going to lose, you have a, a hefzid. We'll have to define what it means to hefzid. A lot, lot of money, a little money, you know, or um, what exactly, what exactly are the parameters of that? And that heter that we have in Chalamayit also applies during the three weeks and during Sphira too. The heter to be able to work, to, to, sh- to shave for the sake of work so that you don't lose your job, you don't lose money, you don't lose a, a client, etc. That heter applies equally both to both. That heter is the one heter that applies to both. But we in are going to now, for the most of this year, we're actually going to be exploring a whole other heter to shave during the three weeks, which is specific to the three weeks, because during the three weeks it's an Avelis issue, and by Avelis there are different heterim in Avelis. 
Meaning to say, we're going to now go and learn a little Hilchas Avelis to understand that there are some other Heterim that apply to Hilchas Avelis that can be applied to three weeks as well with, uh, besides the Heter of Hefzid, besides the Heter of, you know, you might lose your job or lose a client or lose money. Besides that Heter, there's a standalone Heter that has to do with Avelis and that's what mostly we're going to be discussing tonight. And that's what's very interesting. <clears throat> now, if you look at the Maramakim, we're going to see that... Uh, the reason why there's a difference between Ashkenazim and Sephardim here, I don't you pass it? Oh, you have one? Okay, excellent. Uh, why there's a difference between Ashkenazim and Sephardim when it comes to the way we, uh, we keep our availus. I remember well, uh, I was in, uh, in camp um, when I was in Bismedrish. I went to the uh, camp as I was supposed to be like a counselor. I ended up doing nothing, but it was, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, it was a, a Sephardi camp. I don't think it exists anymore. It was called Shifte Yisrael. And uh, it was one of those years that Tisha B'Av was on a Sunday. It was a Nidcha, I think, whatever it was. The Tisha B'Av was on a Sunday that year. And basically, there was absolutely nothing happening until Tisha B'Av. There was swimming, there was ev- nothing, music, every- there was nothing going on. Tisha B'Av was just very unusual music for too. an Ashkenazi or an Itchi. What? They had music too? <laughs> um, I think so. I don't think they had anything, I don't think they did anything different. I don't remember anything being different. What? Why not? Yeah. Uh, as far as I know. So anyway, take a look over here on the first Marmachim here, Shulchan Aruch, Arachayim, Simen Tavkuf, Nun Aleph, Siv Gimel, through Siv Dalad. So it's, uh, I'm skip- this is a very long Sif. I'm just picking out a couple of words here. So Shavuah Shechal of the Mechaber says that the week that Tisha falls out on, so like I said, this year we don't have that, but let's say if Tisha would be on a Thursday, right? So starting from Sunday, Shavuah Shechal Tisha the week that Tisha falls out on, Asurin L'Saper, Ulakabes, you're not allowed to wash, uh, you're not allowed to take haircuts, you're not allowed to wash your clothing. This is Dina Midina. I mean, you say, this is not a Minig. This is something that's a Mishnah, it's a Halacha, it's a Gemara, that's why it's in the Mechaber and it's a Halacha and this is something which is Meikradin. Hagad, the Ramah says, We begin, we have a minig, meaning Ashkenazim have a minig to, to extend the Shavuah Shechalba instead of it only being the week that Tisha falls out. No, it starts from Rishchidosh, which would be this Shabbos, it's the whole nine days, right? So nine days are, according to Ashkenaz Minig, an extension of Shavuah Shechal B'Tishabav, right? So Ashkenazim say that Shavuah Shechal B'Tishabav, let's add on to that and let's stretch it to the beginning of the nine days. Now even Ashkenazim, as we'll see, uh, still acknowledge that there's a difference between Shavuah Shechal and the nine days. Why? Because Shavuah Shechal is a Gemara, right? Shavuah Shechal is a mission, not a Minig, so that's much more, uh, it uh, has a lot more stringency to it. You can't just uh, be makel on a Shavuah Shechal unless it's something that really holds out, whereas the nine days is a Minig, so there's much more room for leniency. But that's the concept. It's important to understand the concept. The concept of the nine days is an Ashkenaz Minig to extend Shavuah Shechal to encompass the whole nine days. Then, well, go ahead. Is, is, is no, so Mishnah is Rosh Chodesh, so there is a concept of nine days in, uh, in, in the Mishnah too, but that's very limited. That's only uh, Binyan Shal Simcha, right? You know how to build, uh, someone actually just asked me, I, I always wondered, like, what could define a Binyan Shal Simcha nowadays? Someone asked me, I was building a pergola. No, not to this house. Let's talk about being in Shasimcha. COVID, COVID wedding, you said. Well, yeah, right, that kind of thing, yeah. So, you know, so like something that's only for the sake of enjoyment that has no other real purpose, no other uh, function other than that. So that's, that's something that has Medina as an Issa, that's correct. But uh, largely, there's, there's not that much that would be relevant, Mikra Din, 
for the nine days. But then the Ramah, towards the end of the Sif Dalad, it's kind of quite a bit later, the Ramah writes, Specifically in cutting here, and as we know, weddings also, and then from weddings it kind of evolved music, but so specifically, we're just going to focus on that one to Spires, cutting here, that got extended all the way back to Shavasa Batamas. Again, that's a strictly Ashkenaz Minig, and that is the strange Minig that we're going to try to understand what that means over here, because you think about it, it's kind of strange. We understand that the nine days is an extension of Shur Shachalbat. That Minig makes sense. It took an existing halacha, right? It took nine days. It took, I'm sorry, Shur Shachalbat, which is the uh, uh, defined uh, halacha, defined period of time, in, in Mishnah, and it says exactly what you're supposed to do during that time, and then we took it and we extended it to the beginning of the Rish Chaydish, which has a source also on Halacha, like you just said, Mishnah Nechnesav Maitimusimcha, so the meaning was to equalize it, maybe they didn't like this idea that, you know, uh, a year like this, there's no uh, no, no Shachar, it's probably the Pshat, something like that, there's some reason like that, that they, they said, let's just make it, you know, uniform, that it's always the same days, the, the whole nine days, we understand that, but what's this business that we cherry-picked one or two Halachas, just the holiday, you know, during the nine days, a lot of things you're not allowed to do, as we're going to see, right? You know, how to, uh, you know, you're not allowed to wash your clothing, and you're not allowed to buy new things, and a whole, whole bunch of halachas you're not allowed to do in the nine days. But when in three weeks, we cherry-picked two halachas, and we took, you're not allowed to cut your hair, and you're not allowed to have weddings, and that we said, okay, that goes back three weeks. That goes all the way back from Shivasa Batamas. Okay, very nice. A minig is a minig, but a minig has to have a pshat, right? Where, what would be the pshat in that? Why would the Ashkenaz minig suddenly pick out two halachas and say, okay, let's, that, let's extend that to the beginning of the three weeks? So that's these are these are the, that's what the three weeks are is, there and then he's been understood. Too, like um, swimming in pools and nothing. Uh, no, the three weeks only has the halacha of of um, haircuts and music, uh, weddings, same thing. So that's we should be, why don't why don't we just go and be machmir anyway, not shower for three weeks and not uh, do it? Okay, do okay. Well, yeah, there isn't there is no such halacha, right? So we didn't know whatever that wasn't done. So there, that's why he's understood. Thank God, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, <clears throat> so in order to understand, to have a better understanding of how this, uh, this works, we actually have to have under- a little understanding of how Avelis works. And when we understand Avelis a little bit, then we'll see how it applies to the three weeks and the nine days. Because essentially what happened was is that, you know, during this time where we're, we're mourning the Charbon Besa Mikdash, we are doing halchas avelos. We're, 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 we're doing a certain aspect of avelos. And as we'll see, in avelos also there are different levels. There are different levels. There's shiva, there's shleishim, and then there's yud beis chaydesh for a father or mother. There's 12 months. So then there's seven days immediate for all kraivim, and there are 30 days for all kraivim, that's shleishim, and then 12 months for a father and a mother. And they don't have the same halachas. Now one thing I want to just clarify before we start, just you should know this, that um, the reason why we don't eat meat or we don't drink wine during the nine days actually is not a function of Avelos. Because during Avelos you're allowed to drink wine and you're allowed to eat meat. You can eat fleshigs during Shiva and you can drink wine during Shiva if you so desire. The only thing, that only time you're not supposed to eat mi- wine or meat during, uh, after someone passes away is while a person is in Ainan, you know, during, before the, ba- the, bar- the body's buried, simply that you shouldn't get distracted. You know, so you should be, nothing to, again, nothing to do with Havelis, just so you shouldn't get distracted and you should uh, do, the, uh, do the mitzvah. The reason why we don't eat meat or drink wine during the nine days is specific because of Charm Beis Mikdash. We're mourning the fact that we lost Karbanis, which were meat, and we're mourning the fact that we lost Nesachim, that were brought on the Beis Mikdash. Uh, that, that we don't have that, so that's why we don't drink wine. So it's, some, it's something very specific to the nine days. That has nothing to do with typical Avelis. So let's look at what are the, some of the halachas of typical Avelis. <coughs> this is Shulchan Aruch here, Dea. 
Simon Shin Sadi, Sif Alav Dalad and Hey. Avel Osir Legalech Sarai, and Avel is not allowed to cut his hair. Echad Sarai Shai, doesn't make a difference if it's here, the Echad Sar Zkenai, or his beard. The Echad Kol Sar Shabai, all of his hair. Vafil Kol Shal Beisas Starim, he can't even shave his private parts. Kol Lamid Yoim, for all of 30 days. And if you have a mustache or something on the side of your mouth, if it's bothering you, preventing you from eating, also that you just can't do during Shiva, but after Shiva you could. Fine. All other uh, relatives you're allowed to uh, cut your hair as long as once Shleshim passes. This is an important halach over here. Now, that's a very interesting uh, qualification. Uh, this also, generally, people only find this out after Layalena, they lose someone. But the, for a father or a mother, you can't cut your hair essentially the whole year. The Isra of, of Tispiris is really a year long thing. But you are allowed to take a haircut. So there's this interesting quali- qualification, which seems to be kind of uh, nebulous. We don't know exactly how much time that is. But at some point, when, someone, when people start yelling at you that you look like a schlump, take a haircut and shave, then you're allowed to do it, after, as long as 30 days have passed. So again, in, in, um, we're seeing that in, uh, in Avelis, there's Shiva, right? And Shiva, as we see, is the most stringent. During Shiva, you can't even uh, trim your mustache, even if it's getting into your food, right? So during Shiva, you can't do anything. During Shloishim, you can't cut your hair no matter what. You can't cut your beard no matter what. So there's no, there's no leniency during Shloishim. After Shloishim, Yud Beis Chaydish, for the 12 months of the father and the mother, so you can cut your hair. You really can't cut your hair, but you could cut your hair if it's Yigru Bechavir. If people start screaming at you and saying you look like a shlom, then you're allowed to cut your hair. Now, how long is that? The Mechavir doesn't really give any qualification. But the Ramah... From then on? Go ahead. Is that from then on, or is that then you, you stop again until it gets stuck on again? You have to keep on getting having people scream at you, right? Sometimes yeah, I have to encourage my wife to scream at me. <laughs> they say, do you think this is scream worthy? Yes. Cut, take a haircut. After, after, I, yeah. after I went through it, I started doing Tilbadafka, but if you don't yeah. warn them first, you catch them up, they think you're just insulting yeah. them. Like, you look terrible, you look yeah, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, it the kind of, is it that once you're getting that haircut, you could get it all the way, or you can only get it back to a point that it would That's a very good question. Lamaise, you can get it all the way. You'll see, actually, there's going to be somewhat of a distinction here. But Pashtas, normally, for Avul, you can get it all the way. Once you get a haircut, you just take it all the way. So, the Ramah says, Shir Ga'ara, how long does uh, it qualify as Ga'ara? I guess, maybe a guy's living on a desert island, right? And he doesn't have to yell at him. So, Yeshbe Plukta, there's a Machlekes, Venoikim Begimel Chadashim. The Minigah is three months. So, you get to take your haircut once every three months. That's a, that's a long time, Rabbi Say. That's a, that's a long time. There are some places that have a minig that they didn't take a haircut 12 months at all, even if people yelled at them. So there they had, they remember like a nausea, right? They didn't, grow, they didn't cut their hair for 12 months. Unless there was a real need, it started getting heavy. Or you, someone who, who, who uh, has to deal with non-Jews, and he, uh, he's, he looks terrible between them. So this is an interesting, this is important. So even though this is specific for this, that kind of minig, which we don't have, but there was people that had, were people that I had a minute that for 12 months after father and mother they did nothing ex- unless uh, they had a job that required them to go among non-Jews and they were misnavel, 
right? They look terrible. Again, they didn't lose money. They didn't lose a client. That's not the point, right? There's a very important distinction. This is the first time we see this concept here in Avelis, and then we're going to see how it applies to us too. There's a heter that it's misnavel. The heter that you just look terrible. You don't want to work between guy and when you're going to look Terrible, look horrible. Go ahead. And misnave is going to be based on you or based on, like, who, how do we decide what's called misnave? Is it based on that you think you look terrible or that people are actually telling you you look terrible? Uh, I, what I would guess is probably either. Is probably, the, the point is that, you know, it, it's something that could possibly encourage people to make fun of you. That's the idea. But that's a different din than, um, than Yigaru? What? No, so the, this, this particular minig holds there's no such thing as Gairimbai. You don't they don't they weren't makel on that, this Gairimbai, and this is the only thing they allowed. You know, that if you have if you have to work among non Jews who don't understand and you're walking around looking terrible, that's a hat. Okay. W- would it be a similar gather though? Uh Yiguru, yeah, kind of, I guess so. Right. That's that's <laughs> when we're probably when we start yelling, so when you look like that. Not a chil Hashem. We'll see in a minute. There are certain halachas avelos that they didn't they didn't require you to do certain halachas of avelos if it's going to cause people to laugh at you. That kind of defeats the purpose. <clears throat> uh, we'll see soon. There there were other halachas of avelos that we don't do anymore. For example, there was a halacha that an avel had to do atif sarish. Atif sarish means you had to have your face wrapped up like like you know the Arabs do. You have to walk around with your face wrapped up or with your towels down to your nose. That was a that was what people did. Uh, to demonstrate Avelis. That, so at the time, it, when that was the culture, so that was normal. That, you know, someone was Avelis. It's like you wore black, right? Or actually, you know, an, an, the older, the couple of hundred years ago, they would wear a veil, right? A woman would wear like a see-through veil. That would be, that would be like a, a similar Tatifa Sarash. If a woman walks around with that now, it looks very, very strange. If you walk around now with Tatifa Sarash, everybody will look at you like you're crazy. No one will know what you're doing. So that's why we don't do that anymore. So even though that's a mission that you have to do that. And it's like a whole Sukhisa Gemara about how you do Tatifa Sarash. We don't do it because people are going to laugh, so it's just going to defeat the purpose. There are other such examples. So, this, this is kind of related to that. It's going to be actually very relevant to shaving. Now, one other halacha here. A woman, being that she has to you know, look good for her husband, so she's allowed to cut her hair after Shiva. Uh, there's a minute to be asked even for a woman, and that is, that's the halacha. Okay. So now, so what do we know so far? We know about Hilchas Avelis is that there's Shiva, now you can't do anything, Shleishim, you, you, can, you can do very few Hatayrim, you know, if it's getting in your food, but otherwise you can't cut your hair, and then Yudbe Chaydesh, for at least what we hold, is a Hatav Yigur which means you're allowed for, you can cut your hair when people start saying you look terrible, then you can cut your hair. Now, what about your beard? Right? So the Mechaber says you're not allowed to cut your beard, but he's talking about you have a beard. He's not talking about shaving, right? He's talking about you have a beard and you're trimming your beard so it should look normal. Now, look at the Pizchei Tshuva. The Pizchei Tshuva over there says like this. I am B'Tshuva's Nadi B'Yehuda. Look in the Tshuva's Nadi B'Yehuda. Chelek Arachayim. Semen Yedalad. Shekasav, the Masha Amru Shir Ga'ara is Gimel Chadashim. This that the Ramah said, that uh, the basic idea of when people start yelling at you is after three months, Hainu Le'elu Shemagalchum Rak Reisham. Those are people that just cut their hair. The people that cut their beards, through with a uh, scissor, or a meshicha, or with a uh, cream, 
Uh, he has to put that in parentheses. I guess, you know, what uh, you do with a razor, right? So no, not with a razor. You're doing it with a scissor or with a cream. The amount of time is much shorter than three months. You don't have to let your beard, if you shave, you don't have to let your beard grow for three months. So how long is it? It doesn't say. The people in Germany, they, they uh, shave. 30 days. Okay, that's quite a long time also to grow a beard. But he says it's 30 days. Okay, fine, we'll skip this for a second. So this is what he quotes from the Chassam Seifer, 30 days, and the Neide Behuda says it's less. doesn't say exactly how much it is, but it's less than three months. Now, let's actually see what the Neide Behuda says, and it actually gets very interesting. That's the next thing here. Neide Behuda says like this. Even though we're pretty machmer when it comes to ga'ara and Rama Kasav Shlisha Chadash and Rama says you should wait three months. Hadavu Yudua. Everybody knows. Shazel Elush Emigalchem's Kanam. Those are the people who don't shave their beards. Rak Roishim, just their head. Abu Medinais. But in the places Shemigalchem's Kanam that they shave, take up Vishnayim Shlisha Shavuos and the Masim Ma'ayid in two or three weeks. This is less than a month. In two or three weeks, you're already you look terrible. And the short hairs that, that grow on your beard are like thorns in your eyes. Okay, so, 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 so already 250 years ago, the Rabbanim understood. They understood. You know, it's uncomfortable. They, they, they don't, don't say we didn't understand. You know, they, the Rabbanim understood. And they look terrible in the eyes of everybody who sees them. Now look what he writes here. This is a very important line. Like you see what happens during uh, the three weeks. Right? Each day is like a whole year. <laughs> right? So, that's, uh, so, so the Neidah Behuda is talking about an Avil. Right? So he's saying an Avil, it's much less than three months. And Kaniri he's saying it's less than a month even. Even two or three weeks is a lot to require someone to grow their beard, and that's already a sheer ga'ara, they look terrible, and the, it, it grows, and it bothers you, and it bothers other people, and he says, you know where we see how that happens? During the three weeks. So now, the, if you read this correctly, what's the inference? He's saying that's very nice, that there might be a heter for an avel of Yud Beis Chaydesh that will consider it, like someone yelled at you even less than a month, less than three weeks, maybe less than two weeks even, but during the three weeks of Yimei Mitzarim, right, during the, from Shavasa Batamas through Tishabav, that he's clearly saying that people did not shave, right? He's clearly saying people did not shave, at least not for the discomfort and not because he looked terrible. He did not, he said, that he said you, they were not makele to shave then. So that, that's just Meduyuk. He's not talking about the three weeks. He's not coming to talk about the three weeks. He's talking about Avelos. But he, to, within what he says, you see clearly that that wasn't even a tzad. That wasn't even something he was even contemplating to allow you to shave during the three weeks. Possibly. But he's even trying to say that three weeks is a lot, right? That's, what, that's the point he's trying to make. Look what happened in three weeks. Every day is like a whole year, right? He's saying even that is a lot. Essentially, he would have been makele on that even more, right? That's going to be very relevant. This what? So if the, the Chassam Seifer says Shloshim Yom, I'm trying to say, he, he sounds like he's saying really it will be less than 30 days. He was saying, oh, shloishim, you mean of shloishim. Yeah. Well, shloishim, there's no heter. Right. I mean, in shloishim, there's no heter. So he hasn't yet told us what the three weeks are, are like. Are they like shloishim? Are they like, he hasn't, no one told us yet. We don't know that yet. Right? We, all, all we see here is he says that for Yudbeis Chaydish, you can shave less than three weeks. Right? But uh, for the three weeks, he, that, that he clearly is not saying there's a heter. Again, this has nothing to do, Rabbi said, this has nothing to do with hefsid. This has nothing to do with losing money or clients. This has to do with, does Avelis require you 
is Avelis Mechaib you not to shave. Is shaving something different than cutting your hair? When Chazal said you can't cut your hair, they didn't mean people like us who shave. Or did they, or did they mean people like us that shave? That's what we're going to be figuring out here. Now, you look at the Chesam Sefer, he makes it a little bit clearer. The Chesam Sefer says, Golach Atzmoi B'yoyim Rishon, if uh, he's, talking, he's talking about an interesting case, he's talking about someone that, that uh, got married during Shleishim. So typically you're not supposed to get married after a person loses any relative, any one of the relatives that he sits Shem before, even forget a father or mother, a brother or sister, uh, you're not supposed to get married within the Shleishim. But let's say a person doesn't have any children, so he has a, a real obligation to get married, and his kala is ready to get married, you're allowed to get married during Shleishim. So this person is getting married during Shleishim, and he wants to shave for his chasana. So he's allowed to. So if he got a chasana by Yemrish, now if he shaved himself for the chasana for the first day, he can't shave again. Through uh, throughout the the brachas, even for covered Shabbos, you not take a haircut. We don't take a haircut every week. He took a haircut already for his chasana. didn't even have seven days yet, so he doesn't have to take another haircut. nearly, but I do think as the Chassam Sefer says, the imitstair if it's bothering him, I'm in nuvul it doesn't look good. You don't have to be machmer. And now he says like this: Because anyway, I think the and all the They're only talking about cutting your hair. But cutting your beard, shaving that people do now, it, it, it's very uh, uncomfortable. And it makes you look terrible. They never talked about such a situation. They never even thought about such a thing. The ordinarily. He says the Chazal Akilu Be'elu Chazal will be makele by such a thing. Akiyotz Be'elu anything similar. Mimnei Shishnei Mitzdaram because it's bothering your wife. The Pshita Shigam Himitzdaras and Machasim Mara Avelus if the Chasim will show Avelus. It's also interesting that that also plays a role. The fact that it's going to bother his wife, right? So I don't know if that's going to play a role over here in the three weeks, but that's over there at least it did play a role. So the Chassam Seifer says, and he just makes it very sharp. He says none of the Poskim that talked about this were talking about a situation of people who shave. That's not what they were talking about because that was not a thing. People didn't shave then. They uh, trimmed, or, you know, even though you know, non-Jews shaved. You know, we have uh, portraits of uh, people that shaved for hundreds of years ago. But Jew, among Jews, it was not a thing. So Jews did not shave. And Jews only started shaving much, much, much later. And uh, certainly close shaves. You know, that, was, that, was a, that was a much later development. And that he's saying is that, that that's just not something they talked about because that's a very different situation. If you walk around shaven and then you come, you know, after a day or two, you, already, you look very unkempt. It's very bothersome. It's very mitzar. So it's, it's, the Paiskim just it's not something they dealt with. Therefore, he's makele when it comes to, again, availus. He's not talking about the three weeks. He's, He's talking about Avelis. What's the smarter thing? It should be different. They didn't talk about it because because no, didn't have beards. They didn't right. shave. So he's saying what, his no, the, his the point is is that it's it's different because it is. In other words, the concept like is like this. The concept was is that Chazal wanted you to show Avelis, right? And certain things show Avelis. So the things that show Avelis are that you're not taking care of yourself. You're not focusing so much on your looks. You're not focusing on your clothing. You're not washing it. You're not, you're not, you're not laundering it. You're, and you're, you're not taking a haircut. So that was the concept. Um, the, the, 
when it becomes radical, right, when it becomes like this is like, way beyond what a person who doesn't take care of, right, now you look like a person who's, uh, you know, who's homeless, who, who, who just doesn't take care of himself at all, has another capacity, that's just not what Chazal wanted. That's what he's trying to say. That's not, that's beyond what Chazal would have had in mind. Go ahead. That I understand, but isn't his point that they weren't talking about, when the point of Reich versus, versus uh, Beard, uh, that Chazal didn't talk about Beard, and they were only talking about Reich, yeah, that's because no, one, cause, cause no one shaved. If people would have shaved, they also would have talked about it. Meaning, it's, it's uh, what are you trying to, to say? Up. They would have talked about it, and what would they have said? They would have said it's a problem also. How do you know that? Cause what's Why are you assuming that? <laughs> what's the Svarad He just said the Svarad Bimachal. I just told you the Svarad Bimachal. It's much worse, that's why. It's much more, it's much more calmer, right? It's much, it's much more of a, it, 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 it makes you suffer much more than they necessarily intended you to. That's, that's the point he's trying to make. So let's, uh, let's, let's see the next point over here. So now there's a sefer of, on Kitzah Shulchan Aruch. It's called Shi'arim HaMetsuyanim Bahalacha. It was written by a contemporary Rav, uh, post uh, the World War II. He has a whole set of svarim. It was like, so he, he deals with a lot of the contemporary issues. So the first line over here is the, is the, the language of the Kitzah Shulchan Aruch. He, this is already talking about the three weeks. Right? This is, this is talking about the... Who is it? Oh, you know what it is? From oh, someone from here? Oh, yeah? Okay, so, uh, it's... So, the, the, okay, so the kids are, the kids are says like this. this is the first line here is the kids Shulchan Aruch. So he's talking about the three weeks. So the meaning is not to cut your hair during these days, not to cut your head, not your beard, or anything else on the body. And you can't, and, uh, you can't give children a haircut either. So now, the Shor Mitzvahim says, There are those that are lenient to cut their beard at Rish at least up till Rish right? Again, so now we're talking about the three weeks up till Rish Chaydish, because Rish Chaydish uh, for Ashkenazim is like Shavua Shechal B'Tishabah. Again, it's not as, not as bad quite as Shavua Shechal B'Tishabah, but we treat it like Shavua Shechal B'Tishabah. But starting from the, the Shavua Shechal they do, they do uh, shave. Why? Right? Again, not because they're losing money, not because they have to go to work, not because they're going to lose a client. Because misnavlim, because they look terrible. If they don't, if they don't cut it. And they can, simply can't go to work and go to, to, to work to, into business with uh, with respectable people. It's considered just not, not respectable. A normal person doesn't walk around like that unshaven. And this is based on something that the Shut Chesam Seifer writes. Now, the Chesam Seifer was matter because of Hefzid Mamen 1, but 2, So he was talking about someone that had to visit the local uh, lord, you know, the person who owned the, who owned, who owned the property, and you had to pay him a visit and discuss something with him. So, A, you're going to lose some kind of contract, so that's Hefzid Mamen, but independent of that, it wasn't the only reason. An independent reason was Kvedasar. It's simply not respect uh, respectful to the person to the the stature of the person you're meeting with to meet him with uh, with without shaving uh, so he was matter he was matter and oval to cut to, to shave even toich shloishim right? even during during the shloishim which as we see is very chamer he said well if you have to do it see to it that you can be a sandik 
know, so you have to generate a bris somehow and then uh, convince the person to let you be the sandig. I don't know. I guess you pay for the bris, or you figure out a way. What? Or you can become wild, right? Right. Or you can have a baby, right? Whatever. So find <laughs> a way. You, know, you have to find some way. Find some way to genera- generate a sandikai. A sending level of commitment. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I am the shoot night behuda, but then he makes this diak that I pointed out before. Look in the shoot the shalos and shuvas night behuda. Mashmulashayna. You see from his language, the bein hamavtsarim during this time of the three weeks. The minig was to be machmer not to shave. Even though he understands and he's willing to make a difference between your beard and your hair when it comes to avelos. No, three weeks not. So here he says a very interesting thing. So he doesn't exactly say who's behind this. He says, which is interesting language. There are people that have decided on their own that, uh, he's, not, he's not disagreeing with them. He's just saying that people have decided on their own that the right thing to do is to shave because you're misnavelum, because you look terrible if you don't shave and it's, you can't go to work and, uh, like, looking like that. It's just simply not respectable to the people, not respectful to the people around you. And it's based on something the Chazam Sefer says when the Chazam Sefer was talking about, during, even during Shloishim, which is the most Chamer, during Shloishim of Avelis, again, not the three weeks, but during Shloishim of Avelis, he was Machmir. And, uh, and he said that you, uh, because, of hefs- because of either Hefzid or because of the covet of the person you're meeting with, you could shave. But the Nadi Behuti who is Medayik did not hold like that. Okay, so again, this is a heter. I'm guessing no one ever heard of this heter before, right? You all heard of going to work, of Hefzid Mamen, but you never heard of this heter to, to shave because you need to look normal, right? No one ever heard of such a heter before, right? It's like, it sounds like a, like a, like, like a made it, what? Unless you read Charming Song of Lachab before. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Unless you know, yeah. So let's go on. It gets better. Now this is uh, this is Tzfas Yisrael. So Tzfas Yisrael was uh, all they all lived around the same time. Tzfas Yisrael, some Sefer, Bikiva Eger, Nedibud was a little earlier. So it's like this: the Medina's Ashkenaz. Right, this is Tzfas Yisrael and Mishnayis. By the way, this is his Akdama to Seder Mayid. So he is in the beginning of Seder Mayid. He has goes through a lot of different halachas of that you're going to find throughout Seder Mayid. So here he's talking about Avelis because that's a Mayid cotton. So the Medina's Ashkenaz in Germany, Sherigilim lehistapra azakim b'chol shavua. They they shave every week, pamay pamayim once or twice. Umesnabul b'shuah shlisha revi, and they certainly look terrible after the third week or fourth week. Kishinachnasim v'yetsim and evdikachavim farnasasim. They have to go to work and, and they have to live amongst non-Jews. V'yilaschoyk beinayim. Right here he clarifies. You're going to look like a joke in between them. They're going to laugh at you. V'yoyve parnasasim, and you're going to lose your business. You're lose your your parnasa. Loigara. So he's the one who makes this con this comparison. It's not different than the halacha of Avelos, of covering your head, that we talked about earlier. And there's another thing they used to do, is they used to take their bed and turn it upside down. And that's what they would sleep on or sit on throughout, uh, throughout Shiva. So we do a little bit of that. The, our our kiyam of Kviya is that we sit on a low chair. That's kind of our kiyam of Kviya But it's not what Kviya meant. Kviya meant in the time of the Gemara, you had to go around, to your house, go around your whole house, and every single bed in the house had to be turned upside down. Now, their beds didn't look exactly like our beds. They were like cots, and they were essentially usable on both sides. So it was just a less comfortable, it wasn't designed to be used that way. But that was something that they did. So even though the Gemara says you have to do it, we don't do it. Why don't we do it? Because no one would know what we're doing, right? It would look crazy. No one would, no one would understand that. To, we won't relate that to Avelos. So we would just laugh at it. So that's why we don't do it anymore. Same thing with covering your hair, your, uh, your face. 
So he says, and even though that's Medina the Gemara, even so they were mekel with it. Therefore, we certainly should be mekel here. Now he says, as long as you don't shave totally and you trim it so that there's enough to like a number two, you know, on, on, a, on a trimmer, a number two setting on a trimmer. So he's saying, uh, you know, you can shave, but shave, leave a little bit there. So I think in his days, they didn't, they didn't shave clean shaven because they didn't have shavers and they didn't have razors. So they did it with a scissor or, uh, or whatever, whatever, whatever else they did it with. Uh, so I don't think they ever had a full clean shaven face. What they did was they, they trimmed very closely. That's what I'm guessing what they did. So he says, if you leave it a little bit bigger than that, like will grow in about a week. That's okay. And he says, And I made this argument in front of Rabbi Kiva Eger Shlita. It didn't really agree with me. But he didn't say that it's also a mutter. I don't know if you ever learn, you know, the. In, in the Tres Yisrael on Mishnayis, right? He has Yochan and he has Bayaz. So Yochan is the Pashib Shat, and Bayaz are like, is like the Bir Alacha. He has like longer explanations. In Seder's Royim, Rabbi Kiveger was still alive. So Rabbi Kiveger has his own Hagayas on Mishnayis. He has a bunch of questions on Mishnayis, and Tres Yisrael invariably tries to answer them. So while he was writing Seder's Royim, the first Seder, uh, Rabbi Kiveger was still alive, and he would send letters of his answers to Rabbi Kiveger. And as you might guess, Rabbi Kiveger never agreed with his answers, you know. <laughs> that, but, you know, actually, it's, you know, they, they tell you when you learn in yeshiva that uh, if you have an answer for Rabbi Kiveger's question, that means you didn't understand the question, right? That's, that's, that's what they say. And if you want to see an example of that, you can learn these things. And that, not, that, that, that's not, I'm not taking away from the Torah Yisrael's covet at all. It, you just see what, this, what it means. What it means is like this. He, an, he tries to answer Rabbi Kvega's kasha, and he has rias, and he has svaris, and he has all the things. And Rabbi Kvega doesn't say, you're wrong because it's mukh like this. You're wrong because... It, Rabbi Kvega always says, that's not what I meant to ask. <laughs> that always, oh, that's almost always what happens over there when he answers him. He answers him with one or two lines. He doesn't, go, he doesn't take the trouble to go through all his rias to prove him wrong. It's not what he does. He just demonstrates that that's, that wasn't the question. Right, so it's just, it's just, it very much demonstrates this point. And invariably, the Tresor then <coughs> writes his answer. You know, he, put, he writes what Rukvega answered him in a letter. And then uh, well, he writes along that I didn't understand and I didn't answer. It goes back and forth like that. I think maybe one time there was a, se- you know, a second round. But mostly, there was, mostly they, they ended after one round. Speaking of like, so, the reversal here would be like if you live in Eretz Yisrael, right? Yeah. Are we, are, we, are we going back in time to the time before Rabbi Kiva Eger and everybody, everybody has to go out and be among non Jews and, and live the world? But if you're in Eretz Yisrael, the world is Jewish. Oh, would it be different, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, so, so we'll see. We'll see, actually. I mean, I mean, are we, I mean it's a question. It's a different question. Right. But there is, there is, there is actually a question whether in they're not as clean shaven and well kept as if we have many this more. Is, uh, people make that point also. But that's yeah, the, the that's didn't uh, include here, but again, Eliyashiv never wrote anything, I don't think. Right. But one of these stories they put out from Eliyashiv, he has like a three line thing where he says, You can't shave because people these days look crazy they and look wear unkempt, all kinds unkempt of funny as well. That is so correct. Like, that is correct as well. Yeah, he does say that. Um, <laughs> right, as, you know, as, as we 
we can debate that obviously you know what what exactly is acceptable and we're in what's in what settings is that acceptable right you're going in front of a judge you know that it's not always acceptable huh say where do you frequent right 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 so it would would be very very subjective that that particular hat is not going to work for you no i don't think so but this hat has nothing to do with who you are right this is just it's not considered respectable that's that's universal pretty much so now, anyway, so he tried to make this argument in front of Rukveger. Now, I mean, the reason why I just said all that is because look what he writes over here. He says, Rukveger, Kiyabek's means he argued with him a little, and then he didn't, he didn't finalize, he didn't say it's us, he didn't say it's mutter. Ki, this is the Tresvah speaking, Really, what I'm saying is, is, is you can't shake it. It's 100% true. It's nothing if not confident. A person who's makal is a tzarech. Uh, it's not, it's okay, you could do that, but it does have to be a very important reason. So even the Tzarek Yisrael, with this argument, is saying it has to be a real Tzarek. Again, he's not even talking about the three weeks, he's talking about Avelis also, but the point being made is the same point. The point being made here by the Tzarek Yisrael, by the Neid Yehuda, by the Chesam Seifer, by the Sharam and Mitzyanam HaAlachu, who says that people applied it to the three weeks, is that shaving and not shaving was just something that something Chazal didn't discuss, and is something that they would have been matir because we can compare it to the other things that they were matir, right? We know they were matir uh, not having to do kviyas amita, not having to do ita uh, you have to cover your head, you don't have to do the things that people look at as strange, it's considered, um, you know, you're, you're on camp, you're not respectable, you're doing something that no one associates with Avelis. It's just not a thing anymore, it's not associated with Avelis. So, so therefore, that's their argument why it should be mutter. Again, so this has nothing to do with Hafsid Mamun, nothing to do with clients, and nothing to do with losing <coughs> but money. But he does say the Parnas also twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's much steeper. I was going to say the Rav equated him with the Shah. He says two things. He says that it has to be Yil, the Lashaik, right. and Yil, the Parnas. I mean, being uncomfortable, that's not going to be enough. It needs to Correct. be that they're going to laugh, people are going to laugh at you, and Yil, the Parnas. Right, right, right. He does say, I, I, you're right, you're right, right. I'm, I, am, I am slanting it a little bit uh, towards the Shaik Benayim. The reason why I'm doing that is because the, his comparison has nothing to do with Parnas. His comparison has to do with Schoik. But okay, that point taken. Okay, so now, let's now go back to the three weeks and let's understand a little bit more about the three weeks. So we, we, uh, we mentioned before that an interesting thing happened, right? We understand why the nine days is the nine days because there the minig was, Shua Shachal they extended it to the beginning of Chedesh the nine days. But what was going on over here in the three weeks? Why did they say that in the, for the, in the starting from Shavasa B'Tamuz, uh, you should only not cut your hair um, and not listen to music and not have weddings? What, what's the pshat in that? What was this, this little compromise that they said, okay, this we're going to start that Velas from the beginning of the three weeks. So this is Sefer Nefesh Harav. This was written by... Um, uh, what's his name? Rabbi Shachter. Rabbi Shachter, and these are quotes from the things that he learned from Rav Yashabes Salvechik, Rabbi JB. So this is what he said. So he said a very interesting thing, which makes a lot of sense, but as you'll see, it comes. It, it has a very, very uh, definitive nafkamina and halacha. Ba'avelos the sphere, the avelos that we do during sphere. Rabbeinu Hizbir. Sheminig ha'avelus miyudzayin betamuz ve'elech. The minig avelus that we we are observing, starting from Shavasa betamuz and on, who bebechinas avelus shal yud beis chaydish. That is a an aspect of avelus of yud beis chaydish. Ukumai can be me'asfira, and that's the concept of the avelus throughout the days of sfira. And the week that Tishba falls out in, and from the Ramaz meaning that begins from Mishchaydish at Tainus, starting from the nine days, 
That's like Shlisha. But with Tisha B'Av Gufa and Tisha B'Av itself, Noigim called in a Shiva. That's Shiva. Right? So when a person, Loyaleinu, is sitting, uh, loses a parent, a father or a mother, so it works the other way around, right? The, the, the father dies, then you have Shiva, and then it lessens, and you have Shleishim, and then the rest of the day you have Yudvit Chaitish, you have the, the, least, the, the lesser Avelis of the 12 months. But for the Avelis of the Harbin, we kind of warm ourselves up into it, right? Technically, it would yeah, make sense. Right, it would make sense to do the other way around, right? Tisha B'Av should be first, that would be like Shiva, we sit on the floor, and we do all the things we do during Shiva, and then we should have like the nine days post Tisha B'Av, and then we should have the Yudvit Chaitish, you know, post, but we do it the other way around. So we start with the Yudvit Chaitish, that starting from Shavasa Batamas, it just has the halachas that you have during Yudbet Chaydish, which is very true. I didn't feel any difference between when the three weeks started, everything I was doing before I was doing afterwards. Yudbet Chaydish is pretty much exactly what you're doing during the three weeks. And then the nine days is like Shleishim. People don't realize that again until Leilenu they have to go through Shleishim, is that you can't take a shower for 30 days. Uh, you can take a cold shower, there's a terum, you know, whatever, but essentially there's an iser of, of rechitza the, of, uh, by, by shleishim all 30 days, which is what we do during the nine days. And then Tishabav is like shiva itself. Oh, so it's already a very good way to understand and classify and qualify what's going on over here. Why did we extend some aspects of Avelis back to Shavasa Batamas? Ashkenaz Minig was, we want to ease ourselves into Tishabav little by little, little more Avelis by little more Avelis. So we start. Well, go ahead. First source in time when you could find this, compar- this comparison that he's making from. He's the first person to make this comparison. And uh, he actually is the last. We'll see that other people disagree with him. And at last. It makes a very big difference in halacha. Well, no, no, no. We don't do that. Though, th- that aspect of Avelis you should know has nothing to do with Avelis. That's a peak Kabbalah. That has to do with it's other reasons. There's other reasons why that's done. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, so he continues on. And based on this understanding, he held you're a lot of shaves during Svira. And people who shave every day. Starting from the three weeks until Rosh Chodesh you're a lot of shave. Being that this, these times are equivalent to Yud Beis Chodesh, or be Yud Beis Chodesh, as we saw. During the 12 months, the meaning is already like the Dasa Paiskim, Hasaibrim, the Hanoiglis Galech, someone who shaves every day, and he just waits a little bit unshaven. That's already enough time to be considered that someone should scream at you. Right, only starting from the nine days at Lachatainus until after Tishabov, Shadinik Havel Shloishim. There it's like a Shloishim, there Lemahani Gaara Lahatar, and Shloishim, there's no Heter of Gaara. So Al Shapriyesh Lesser Lehizgalech. There uh, it makes sense to Asser to shave. So, so, uh, so Rabbi Salavechik held that based on his comparison, that the concept of the three weeks is really a comparison to Yubis Chaydish. And Yubis Chaydish, we know there's a heter of Ga'ara, there's a heter that when you look bad enough that people are going to scream at you, you are allowed to cut your hair. And for shaving, the Neid Behuda already said, the Chassam Seifer already said it's much less than three months. The Chassam Seifer said it's a month. The Neid Behuda clearly said that it's less than a month. It sounded like even a couple of days, essentially. So he says that's what it is. So in the three, in the three weeks also, after a couple of days, you can shave. I mean, people shave every day, but whatever. He's saying essentially after a few days, you can shave, certainly Arab Shabbos you could shave because, uh, because, because that's, 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 the, that's the way it works in Yud Beit Chaydish, so that's the way it would be during Sphira and during the three weeks again, this is nothing, this is certainly nothing to do with Hefzid and nothing to do with Parnassah this is just a Hefzid to shave, as standalone Hefzid to shave, so this is his understanding now, Rabbi Shachter 
then uh, note, notes that this doesn't really work with something Rav Moshe Feinstein says. The Igris Moshe very clearly differentiates between the three weeks and Avelis. Take a look at the next piece over here. Igris Moshe Yeridea and Chelik Be'ez Simikov Lamedzayin. But B'dvar Tispiris Le'isha B'me'asphir. Is a woman allowed to cut her hair or whatever it is she wants to cut during Sphira? Really, it would make sense to be matter. Because the is, we saw this before, uh, that even by real avelus after shiva, right, which is is, is very chamer, still matir and harbor rishayim. Many rishayim, which is the opinion of the mechaber, allow a woman to cut her hair. He paskins you're allowed to. But taisus be vam is daf mem gimel kasu dekiven de sharia er ei benetilas harbor teishloishim sharia Tishabav, whatever. So he says, certainly you'd be allowed to do it during sphere. Therefore, even though the Ramah says regarding Shloishim and Avelus, so the Ramah says, no, a woman can't cut her hair during Shloishim. So therefore, he would ask her as well. Maybe he would agree that you could be makel during Sphira and during Mea Mitzarim, Kivin Shuhurak Minig, since it's only a Minig, Right? So, in other words, it's like this. The Ramah says that during Shloishim, a woman can't cut her hair. Many Rishonim say during Shloishim, a woman could cut her hair. Special leniency for a woman, she has to look good, she can cut her hair. Ramah says no. Now, there's no question that after Shleishim, of course, the Ramah, even the Ramah agrees you can cut, a woman can cut her hair, right? So it's only it, during Shleishim that there's a question, should it be Machmer? But after Shleishim, Yud B'Shadish, a woman certainly can cut her hair. And Ramesh is saying that you can rely on the Ramah. The Ramah probably wouldn't ask her for Svira. He probably wouldn't ask her for the three weeks up till Shavuot, Shechal, Betishabav, or up till the nine days, right? That's, that's, in other words, according to Rabbi Soloveitchik, there's no question. Of course a woman could cut her hair. It's just like Yudbis Chaydish. Yudbis Chaydish, a woman can allow to cut her hair without a question during Yudbis Chaydish, right? But Rabbi Moshe is saying, maybe you can make an argument that Rama would be Mekel, right? So he's, he's not understanding like him. He's not understanding that the, the three weeks is Yudbis Chaydish. He's understanding it's like Shleishim, really. That's, he's understanding the Isra of cutting your hair during the three weeks is like Shleishim. So this is, all, this is all understanding whether we have a standalone heter to shave during the three weeks that has nothing to do with uh, Parnassah, nothing to do with Hefzid, and absolutely nothing that would work on Chalamayid. Not a heter that would work on Chalamayid. Chalamayid is not Avelis. This is a heter specific to Avelis. Avelis, we have a svara that they weren't geyser on shaving, it makes it look terrible, and we know that by Avelis they didn't make you do things that look funny, or we have a different svara that it's a sheer ga'ara, and maybe the only Avelis of the three weeks is like the Yud Beit Chayj, like the 12 months, and in 12 months, as, as long as people are screaming at you, you're allowed to shave, so that would be after a couple of days you'd be allowed to shave. Those are all svaras that we can apply, and there are different, as you see, different paiskim that have a makam lahakal over here, but they're not as I think the minig we can all testify is that pretty much the alam is machmer unless they have a reason to be makal for parnasa. Now the heter for parnasa that is another of Maisha, and I think we're running out of time, but I'll tell you I won't look at it inside. But we'll speak about it a little bit outside. So the the complicated thing about the heter for parnasa is like this: there is a heter for parnasa that's a heter that applies to chalmite also, and the heter is is that that uh, you're going to lose money and they weren't guys or b'makam hefsit, so we're, we're going to lose money they're not weren't guys. So the problem is. That for the most part nowadays, 
that's not that's not a qualifiable thing. You're not going to lose money if you walk into work unshaven, right? It's just that it might not be appreciated. Uh, you know, it's not it's not expected. Maybe your boss will say something. Maybe he won't. Maybe he'll come over to you. I saw one of this farm I was looking at. They said, you know, nowadays in a free country, in a democracy, they can't come over to you and tell you anything. They can't uh, tell you something about you. There's a discrimination. That happens to be not true at all. I think that that's not even called discrimination. I actually read about a law, a lawsuit in. Um, it was a lawsuit uh, in, in, in a, a law book I borrowed from Hanani Pinsky about uh, a certain, I don't know what it was, a restaurant or an office that they required the women to put on makeup. And they didn't require men to put on makeup, obviously. So they, she ran, she didn't like wearing makeup, so she, put, she, she made a discrimination lawsuit that she's discriminating between men and women, and she lost because women you know, wear makeup and, and men don't, and they have the right to demand a certain standard of, of dress. That's when that's not that considered discrimination. Yeah, well, yeah. When was that case? no, 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 no. That's that. That's a, that law. That, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know how that would work nowadays, but uh, right. I mean, no. I mean, first of all, now nowadays she would have a very easy out. She'd say she's a boy. <laughs> that was it. That yeah, should be. That should be good. But anyway, yeah. It's very, very rarely is someone gonna say anything to you. The rabbi wanted me to give the examples. I'll give you an example. I shaved today because I knew I was gonna be on call with the. General counsel of a very big company. No one was going to say anything to me. No one's going to be like, "Well, what's your problem? Why didn't you shave?" But it's it's like some of these other achrayim that like it's not right. kapadek, whatever. So I think you know, for the most part, except for Shavuot Shachalbay, except for actually the week of Tisha B'av itself, uh, the 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 Veltas make up with these kind of things. And the assumption is, I think it's a combination of these svars. It's because there's so many such a good argument to make that there should be uh, it should be mutter anyway for for these reasons because if you had bischaydish or the veils, etc. So since there's such an argument to be made that it should be makel, so the Elam is makel with that. Um, but here is an interesting question. The thing is, the hetter only, the hetter is only if you're going to lose money. There's no hetter if you're going to lose an opportunity to make money. Yes, and the question I was asked is about interviews. Yes. That's, that's where the big question is, because you want to you know, make a good impression in your interview, but your interview is not a loss of money. It's a loss of an opportunity to make money. It's a loss of an opportunity to, make a job, to have a job. And there's really no hetter for that. that, that there's no, no seeming hetter for that. Again, you know, you put, uh, you know, uh, you put uh, put a rabbi up against the wall. We'll come up with something, but uh, we'll get you a sandikayis. You know, <laughs> whatever. Well, those are terrible. Will work. Those are terrible. Will work. But it's like for kalamite, it's not going to work, and for for shachab, it won't work. Yeah, go ahead. Traditional professions like sales or going to a marketplace. That's all losing the opportunity to make money. It's not, you're not, Often, losing, you're right. not losing money. Right, right, right. Very rarely... Losing a, a client... Fired is the only... Right. Now, losing, let's say, if you have a regular client, so losing a regular client is called losing money, even though essentially it's just, but, you know, the potential. That's called losing money. But not closing a sale is... Not necessarily, right. If you already invested money, that might be, you know, there's, there's different ways to tweak it. But I'm just saying it, it makes it a little bit more complicated. I'll just tell you in, a, in just a one line. Ramesha says that it depends on like this. It depends on, are you willing to go borrow money? Uh, you know, if in other words, you're not going to be making money because you can't work because you're unshaven, right? So let's say you're just not going to go to work. You're not going to go to work. Three weeks, you're not going to go to work. So you're not going to make, when you take a vacation for three weeks, unpaid vacation, you're not going to make a cent. So now you're going to have to borrow money. So if you're a person that could borrow money, you have credit cards, you have a way to borrow money, so then no problem. That's what you have to do. But if you're a person who's not going to be able to borrow money, you're not going to be able to get a loan, it's going to be very embarrassing for you to get a loan. So then he says, okay, then you can, uh, then you can go to work. I'm just, just, I'm just being, he's talking about where, 
where someone who's not going to lose money is just going to lose opportunities to make money. We're talking about someone who's going to lose opportunities to make money and not have money. That's what Ramayish is talking about. And Ramayish still says it depends on, okay, could you borrow now? So to me, it was just an eye-opener that uh, in the general world, it's become a lot more laissez-faire, you know, whether you can shave, whether you can't shave. Um, and the Paiskim that do discuss it and, and the ones that basically are giving that terim, definitely took it a lot more seriously, a lot more kaivad rice, and they weighed every case and every situation, can you or can't you? Um, and to close, Rav uh, Kapachayim quotes from the Sefer Zer Emes, he says, uh, his language is that, uh, he says, it shouldn't be, every person shouldn't just be mere hetel that's his language. It shouldn't be that everybody just makes their own decisions and their own calls. It should be done with consultation with, uh, with halacha to try to figure out you know, if, you're, if your situation qualifies. So, anyway, but I just thought it was fascinating how it's, uh, there's a whole other angle to this that no one ever talks about. That there's a specific hat over here by the three weeks because of just simply just looking normal. Shkaya, everybody. So, uh,